It was Halloween night back in 2005. I was hanging out with a couple of friends, Brendan and Devin, killing time playing GTA on my PS2. We were getting bored with the game and started talking about what we should do that night. I brought up that we should go check out the graveyard in the next town over. My friends were up for an adventure, so we got in my truck and headed out. When we got to the cemetery, it was around 10 o'clock. We checked the main gate and it was locked. We drove around to the other side of the cemetery to check the other gate, but it was locked too. We parked in the neighborhood next to the cemetery and got out of our car. This neighborhood shared a wall with the cemetery, so we decided that we would jump it. I had a little trouble climbing the wall, and my two friends had a good laugh watching me struggle as they easily went up and over. Devin brought one of those small camcorders they used to have at the time, and he filmed randomly as we aimlessly walked around the graveyard. I brought my digital camera with me and planned on taking some pictures of anything strange we might encounter. After some time walking through the headstones, we noticed that there was a huge mausoleum in the distance, and we decided that that's where we were headed. The mausoleum looked like an old temple, and it towered over us as we walked up its steps to the door. We thought we would sit out in front of it and figure out what we would do next when my friend Devin, who got up the steps first, put his hand on the door. We pushed gently, and the door slowly creaked open. The front door of the mausoleum wasn't unlocked. It had been left ajar. As the door slowly swung open, it revealed a dark and vast interior that was only lit by a small amount of light coming in through a thin row of windows high up in the building's perimeter walls. The three of us looked at each other and with little hesitation decided to go inside. We walked in through the open door and into a big marble-covered room. The ceilings looked like they were two stories high once you were inside the place, and the emptiness and overall darkness of it all was eerie. Off of this first room looked to be a couple long corridors on our right and left sides. In front of us looked like a place where services were held, with rows of pews that led up to an altar. As we began to slowly explore, I started taking pictures. Not of anything in particular, just random shots hoping to see if I could capture any evidence of paranormal activity around us. Before we made it to the pews, there was a small room on the left. Devin opened the door, slowly revealing what looked like a janitor's closet. He walked inside into absolute darkness and scanned around the small room with his camcorder. I walked into the doorway behind him and took a picture with my camera, lighting up the whole room. There was nothing going on in there, so we decided to continue on. Devin walked up towards the altar, filming the room as he walked around. Brendan and I were standing next to each other where the pews started, and something happened that I'll never forget. <laughs> From behind us, we heard the sound of a man chuckling. Brendan and I both turned to look immediately, but there was nothing there. We looked at each other to confirm that we had both just experienced the same thing. Devin hadn't heard the laugh and was still exploring up by the altar. At that point, Brendan and I decided to investigate, and we left Devin to roam with his camcorder as we walked back towards the corridor. It was in the shape of a letter L, and there was a corner we had to eventually turn to see the rest of what was going on down there. The walls were lined with the nameplates of all the deceased that were entombed inside. The graves were floor to ceiling, and all the surfaces were covered in marble. We got to the corner and looked around there was still nothing but the dead resting peacefully. There were no doorways at the end, 
so there was nowhere to go if someone was in there with us. We went to investigate the other corridor, and we found the stairs to the basement of the mausoleum. There were two flights of stairs that went down into pitch black. We walked down the stairs, and I began to take pictures, using the flash to illuminate our path. We didn't find anyone down there in the basement, but we did notice a small red light coming from the end of the corridor from what looked to be a security camera. We weren't sure if the camera was real or not, so we took just long enough of a look to make sure that no one else was down there with us. We made our way back down the stairs when we met back up with Devin. He had been filming the corridors and was getting mad that he hadn't experienced anything creepy. We told him about the camera downstairs and we all decided that maybe it was time to leave and to quit while we were ahead and not provoke the situation if there were either a spirit or another person hiding in that mausoleum. We walked out the front door of the mausoleum and gently closed the door behind us. It was getting pretty foggy outside, which made me feel even more uneasy. The three of us sat down on the big set of stairs out front, when out of the fog emerged a blue pickup truck that drove up slowly with its lights off. The windows were down, and as the truck got closer, it came to a stop with us facing the passenger side. It looked like a man was driving, but there were no discernible features other than that. The man asked us what we were doing out there, and we told him that we were out there trying to see a ghost. He told us that we picked the wrong night to be out there, and that was it. After he said that, his truck slowly lurched off, and he drove back off into the graveyard fog without his lights on. We couldn't tell if he worked there by the truck he was driving, and he didn't identify himself as being the groundskeeper or security. He just showed up gave us a warning, and left. That was about the time we decided to leave the cemetery. We walked quickly through the fog back to the far end, where the wall was that we had to jump to get in. I didn't have any trouble jumping the wall this time. When we got back to my house, we took a look at what, if anything, we had captured on Devin's camcorder and my digital camera. We started with my camera. It was on the most recent picture I took down in the basement of the mausoleum. As we went through the pictures, I was starting to get disappointed that I hadn't captured anything, and we got to one of the first pictures I had taken, when Devin was in the janitor's closet. In the picture, there was a profile of Devin scanning the room with his camera, and he had a bright, wispy glow above his head. Neither of us saw anything like that when the picture was taken. We started up Devin's camcorder to see what he had captured that night. The video started with us joking and walking through the cemetery on our way over to the mausoleum. We were excited to see the video footage of Devin walking through the mausoleum, especially with what his camera might have seen at the time my picture was taken in the janitor's closet. We watched ourselves walk up the stairs to the mausoleum, but as we entered the video cut out, there was nothing but static on the screen. We all freaked out because of the timing of the glitch. If that wasn't strange enough, when Devin fast-forwarded the video to see if anything was filmed at all, the video picked back up again as we walked back out the mausoleum door. Who was the man in the truck, and why was he giving us such a stern warning? If he was a groundskeeper and wanted people to stay out, why would he leave the door to the mausoleum open on Halloween night? What happened to Devin's recording, and who was it that we heard laughing at us from the darkness of the mausoleum's halls? 
I didn't think about it too much until the next year when I went back and the door had been left open again. This time we thought better of it, ignoring the sinister invitation, not sure of what lay in wait for us inside.